bombshell in the NBA. Kevin Durant wants a trade from the Nets. He wants out. Any chance New Orleans could get him, and more importantly, do you even want him here? It's a show I never thought we would be doing, but hey, it's the Friday episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Friday, the start of NBA free agency, and it got started early, a couple hours before with Kevin Durant announcing the bombshell. He wants to trade. Away from the Brooklyn Nets, arguably the best player to ever hit the open market like this. Anything New Orleans can do to get him here without giving up Zion or Brandon Ingram, or do one of those need to be included? And if that's the case, do you even want him here in New Orleans? We're going to talk about it in today's show. And then in the third segment, get into the Pelicans, well, lack of doing things in the beginning of free agency, but no real big surprise there. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team, whether it's Durant, whether it's free agency, the draft, all of that, and Zion's extension too, which we'll break down when that happens. Is that coming soon? We're doing it all here Monday through Friday, completely free. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show, of course, and leave a five-star review with a comment and comment on YouTube. Okay, so... Let's get into it. Kevin Durant wants out. This was funny. We, I was at the Pelicans facility waiting for the announcement, like the unveiling, right? The introductory press conference of Dyson Daniels and EJ Liddell. And like 15 minutes before we're supposed to go into the room and talk to all of them and hear everything that was live streamed, we get this. I think I was with all the beat writers, right? Will Guillory of The Athletic was there. Andrew Lopez, Christian Clark. You also had Ali Cassell there too. Justin from Boot Crew Media. And it was just like all of us looking at our phones being like, oh my God, oh my God, all at once being like, we, we got to go talk to rookies now when this just dropped. And yeah, it's just kind of a funny, funny moment there, but it just completely upended everything. So Kevin Durant, why Kevin Durant? Why would you want Kevin Durant on the Pelicans? And it's actually pretty simple. It's freaking Kevin Durant, y'all. It's freaking Kevin Durant. He might be, he's arguably a top 15 guy all time in the NBA, all time. He is that talented. He is that good. I get it that everyone loves the team. And we'll get into that, right? The second segment is why you don't do this. And there's a lot of reasons why you don't. But he immediately makes this team better. If you had to include Brandon Ingram in a trade, I hate to tell you he's better than Brandon Ingram is right now. If you had to include Zion in a trade, he's immediately better than Zion Williamson is right now. You know, you hope, even though he's older, right? He'll be 34 during next season. You hope and pray that any of the guys on your roster get to be as good as him. Get to be as good as Kevin Durant. That's why you draft players high for them to turn into Kevin Durant's. That's what you want. And if one wants to come to New Orleans, and that's a key part of this, right? Wants to come to New Orleans, wants to be a Pelican. And we'll get to that in one second here. Well, you, you, you got to go and get those guys. 
You know, it's just that important. And I don't think you would need to include Brandon Ingram and Zion in a trade, but you would certainly, the starting point on any negotiations is going to be both of them. And you've got to almost try and get them down to one. I don't really know if there's any way for you to go out and get Kevin Durant without including one of Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson in the trade. And I was watching ESPN earlier today when they were talking about this and, you know, they were all for Kevin Durant trying to come here. They said trade Zion, trade BI, it doesn't matter which one. Either way, your team is going to be really good. It's a league built around duos right now. This is not a league that is predicated and built on a big three, a la the Miami Heat. It's duos. And well, if you have Durant and Zion or Durant and BI, you're immediately one of the best duos in the league. And filling everything else out, that's fine. You can do that. That's not the hard thing. Might take you a year to build a really good team, but you will get there and you would have ring chasing vets trying to come to New Orleans. So it immediately makes you better. And I've seen the knocks against him that people say, right? He's asking out with with four years left on his deal. That doesn't worry me. Did you know that this is the first time Kevin Durant has ever requested a trade? First time he's ever requested a trade. Every other time he's left, he's a free agent. You know, and when you look at that whole stuff with the Nets and Kyrie, and y'all know me, I, I freaking hate Kyrie Irving. Just everything about him bugs, bugs the hell out of me. All that stuff there was rotten, right? The James Harden situation and Harden left because of Kyrie. You know, so when Kyrie was like, I want to come back, I think it was just Durant's like, screw this guy and wanted out. And so it makes some sense, right? He has four years left on his deal that does give you team control. Might be able to way to, might be able to force his way out in the future, but then you just trade him for a huge haul that you're about to give up to get him. This is arguably going to be the most lucrative trade package ever in NBA history, and it would immediately make the Pelicans title contenders. I think, you know. So here's the key, right? Of why I also don't think he would really try and force his way out from New Orleans again. You know, he, he's very aware of how people think about him. He, he's hyper aware of it, right? Like super online guy. We've seen him. He has burner accounts and everything. I have my notifications on my phone up just in case like something comes through, by the way. So if you hear it going off, that could be a good thing. That was not that. Um, he's hyper aware of what people think about him. And he knows that after forcing a trade from the Nets, he doesn't want to end up on kind of known as a James Harden or one of those guys. So I think he'd be on his best behavior here. And... If he was traded here, it's because he wants to be here. This is the thing. He has a ton of, he doesn't have all the leverage, but he's going to more or less choose his destination. And I don't think New Orleans is truly on his list. I think it's going to end up being the Phoenix Suns, a team like that. So if he ends up here, it's because he wants to be here. I don't know. That sounds, that sounds pretty good to me when it comes to trying to bring a guy in. So, how do you get him here? How do you convince him of this? I asked you all this on Twitter, and I was like, what's the pitch? And I think kind of the pitch is, you know, he's got rings, right, with the Golden State Warriors. But people tend to discount those, right? People kind of looked at that as, oh, you took the easy way to a title. Well, if you come to New Orleans and win in New Orleans, win in a small market, that's not the easy way. And I think that would go a long way towards erasing the way that he is viewed in the NBA. You in here, it probably means more than, than other places. And that's something that the uh, that David Griffin said at the beginning of his press conference. First time here, right? It means more in a city like this. And so 
I think you could sell him on kind of that legacy thing. Plus, you'd be playing alongside Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson, and you guys are going to be immediately good. But the trade package would be a lot, right? It would be like Brandon Ingram, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, and probably Dyson Daniels, along with a bunch of picks. You might be able to keep one or two of those young guys, but it's basically going to be all the picks that they have. The Lakers picks, the Bucks picks, Pelicans future picks too. It's going to be wild how much he goes for in any trade to any team. And you all gave me some pretty good ones here, by the way, uh, on 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 pitches and things like that. I mean, I tweeted out some of them. I tweet the best out. We might read some at another point, maybe later in the show if we have a little bit of time at the end, but I've gone long in this first second. So that's why Kevin Durant, he's just better than anyone you have. And you hope guys can reach his level, right? Look, Zion has played, has missed far more games than he's played. There's a big question mark there, right? Well, I love Brandon Ingram. I don't know if he's ever going to be as good as Kevin Durant is. So this gets you a title, right? Or gets you closer to a title. And whether you want Kevin Durant or not might really come down to how you view the end goals here. What is what is the purpose of being an NBA team? Let's talk about what I mean by that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Super different episode than I thought we were going to be talking about today. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Arcade One Up. Got big news. The one, the only NBA Jam is back. Arcade One Up, the leader in at-home retro arcade games, is not only bringing you the best game ever back, but they made it bigger than ever with a uh, Shaq edition machine. I love NBA Jam. I think it's awesome. It's so much fun. I'm at one of those barcades. I'm playing that when that's there. I'm throwing quarters into it to get dollar bills, whatever they use. I'm absolutely playing that. I'm trying to recruit other people to play it with me. Well, now you can do it at home with Arcade One Up. It was one of the first sports games to ever feature real and digitized NBA licensed teams. There were no fouls, no free throws, and now no quarters required. So compete with friends and family through all new Wi-Fi leaderboards, making you more connected than ever. So you can pre-order now from ArcadeOneUp.com. That's Arcade, the number one, up.com for an estimated early September ship date. They've got even more classics like Golden Team, Mortal Kombat, and many others for just $3.99. And check this out. They're giving away an NBA Jam Shack edition to a Locked On listener. Enter for a chance to win a game console for your home at arcade1up.com slash locked on. That's arcade, the number one, up.com slash locked on. You got till July 8th to enter to win an NBA Jam Shack edition console. And then you've got to invite me over if you win because, yeah, I want to play. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about the team. And today it's, do you want Kevin Durant or not? It's a big question. I'm not even going to forego the rest of kind of the reset here with everything. Do you want Kevin Durant or not? It's, 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 it's interesting, right? I think you there's an easy case for trying to get Kevin Durant. It's freaking Kevin Durant. That, that's the case. That's the case. A top 15 guy in like NBA history, right? And I do think he'd be on his best behavior here, and I don't think you need to worry about him wanting out or anything like that. So why wouldn't you want Kevin Durant, given that? And I think there's plenty of reasons, actually. And I do think this depends on what you view the ultimate goal being in the NBA. You know, Durant is going to get you much closer to a championship than you are now. Is that the goal? To win a title? Well, then you go for Durant and you deal with the fallout like the Nets are about to do in a bad way. They can't even tank. And you do it years from now, right? Is the goal to be good, consistently good, have fun, strong vibes around the team, immaculate vibes? 
then you probably don't go for Kevin Durant, right? You know, I mentioned what Griffith said at his opening press conference about how it means more to win here in New Orleans. Another thing you've heard him say repeatedly, sustainable success. Sustainable success. It's tough. It's tough to win in a small market. And if you want the team to be viable, well, you got to do it consistently. That's been what's holding this team back from making inroads with the fan base for years, right? For the city, the region, because they're good one year, then they're they're bad for three, then they're good one year and they're bad for three. And that's just not enough consistency to get people to really emotionally invest in the franchise. So sustainable success is a really important thing. And that is a big goal in a small market. That isn't trading for Kevin Durant, right? It's drafting well and developing those guys, something that New Orleans has started to do with Trey Murphy and Herb Jones. And now we hope Dyson Daniels and EJ Liddell, both of whom very impressive in their introductory press conferences. We'll talk about that probably early next week. Plus the vibes are good. The vibes are really good here, right? We all love this team. We're really enjoying this team. They've been so much fun to watch. We love players. You know, we love kind of Willie Green and everything about it. This team's fun and we're all happy. And and they're good. And they'll be good next season. And they'll be good the season after that. Are they going to be good enough to win a title? We hope, but I'm not sure, right? We hope. But as, as Fletcher Mackle once said, hope is not a plan. You know, there's something to be said, though, for having a Memphis type run, a grit and grind Grizzlies run, they were never going to win a title. We all knew they were never going to win a title, but they were fun. They went far, you know, they identified and really worked with their city. Well, and I don't think anyone would call that, you know, a disappointment. I think I I call that personally a success. So it really kind of depends. And this can be in the question for down below in the YouTube comments. What's the ultimate goal here, right? Is it to win a title or is it right now? And this can change over time. Just be good consistently and let's have some fun. And see what happens. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that. There's something to be said for, you know, identifying with homegrown talent that you've brought along, that you do it yourself and you've developed those guys. And you always identify better with drafted talent than you do with guys that were, you know, traded for or signed in free agency. So I get it if you're against bringing in Kevin Durant, but also the argument is Kevin Durant. I don't think the Pelicans are in a bad spot. If they go for him, I don't think they're in a bad spot if they decide no. It's good either way. This is kind of like the best case scenario for New Orleans to be in. But it's also Kevin freaking Durant. So let me know in the comments down below. All things said, these past two segments, would you go for him or not go for Kevin Durant, right? Like, I like this team. I really like this team. If they never won a title, would I still have fond memories of this team? Yes. Absolutely, I would. I love Willie Green as the head coach. He's great, isn't he? I love seeing Brandon Ingram blossom here in New Orleans and turn into the type of player we've wanted him to be that he can be. I love what Zion's doing in the community right now. Dunking on little kids. Oh, hell yeah. Screw them kids. I'm saying that nicely. It's fun. He's out in public doing all of the right things and we're smiling. We're happy. How often have we said that about New Orleans basketball? How often have we said that about this franchise and this team? Yeah, the TV deal is not ideal, but overall, things are good. Do you want to mess with that? Probably not. And so I think there's a strong argument for, yeah, no, don't go after Kevin Durant. But you're probably then 
not being as serious of a title contender as you would be if you did go and get him. What's your ultimate goal? To win a title? Or just let's have some fun, some good vibes, win a bunch of games, you know, lose in the playoffs. But hey, we've enjoyed it. We got some extra home games and the Smoothie King Center was rocking. I got no complaints with that. I would enjoy that. It's better than, you know, what they've been and cool with it. We have fun. The community's great. So I understand it from both perspectives. So let me know what you think in the comments down below here on YouTube. And you've all been telling me what you think for or against on Twitter. So coming up next, Pelicans kind of quiet in free agency. Is this a surprise? Not a surprise? Let's break it down. Coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. So you can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball and any fights in golf that you could want. Because BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and more. And they're the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of those favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to the website today. Also, you can get the futures, right? Pelicans were plus 400. They were like fourth best to get Kevin Durant in a trade, which is kind of surprising and pretty cool to see. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in the action over at betonline.net. BetOnline, where the game starts. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. Whether it's Kevin Durant, whether it is other things in free agency, whether it's the draft and it's soon to be summer league. It's a lot of fun being around the Pelicans right now. So subscribe so you never miss an episode. Comment down below on YouTube and tell a friend about the show. Get them clued into how much fun this team is right now. Make the Grow the Pels 12, right? Be a good ambassador there. So the Pelicans, opening night of free agency. I'm recording this. It is 1030. We might, ha- we might we'll see, have an updated episode later. They've been quiet. Is this a surprise? Not a surprise? I see people tweeting at me being like, why aren't they doing anything? Someone tweeted me the like stick poking gif of like do something, Pelicans. This is not a surprise. If you've been listening to the show at any point in the past month, particularly this past week of the guys we've been looking at, and we did two episodes about free agent targets, right? Not the sexiest names out there. So part of it is it's twofold. The Pelicans don't have a ton of money to spend in free agency, you know, even though the cap goes up a little bit, but all those projections that I was giving you was with that cap number in mind because we had an idea of what this would be. And they don't have roster spots, especially after EJ Liddell in the second round when they were probably not expecting to have a guy like that here and someone they would need to put on the roster. You have 15 roster spots. Right now, you have 16 guys. They need to make some trades first before they sign anyone. And you can go out and sign free agents. You can have more people on your roster during the offseason, and there's a cut-down date similar to what it is in the NFL. But if you if you do that, and say they sign someone in free agency, right? Patty Mills, even though he re-signed with the Nets for whatever, for whatever reason. If they'd sign Patty Mills, they're at 17 guys. So they need to create two roster spots. Other teams know that. So those neg- negotiations... The other teams are going to be squeezing you for more assets because they know you're desperate and you got to do it because otherwise, how do you solve this situation? So you can make your moves first and then be active in free agency later. And look, given the roster spot problem, the lack of money they have, they weren't after any of these big names, right? 
Right now, it might be Mike Muscala is kind of the prize for them, the one guy they need and the one guy they could add. He's available. The guys that they were targeting are not necessarily guys that were kind of at the top of everybody's list. So when you look at that, what's going on right now, the kind of quiet Pelicans, totally fine, totally normal, totally expected. This is not a surprise for me or anyone who covers the team. It shouldn't be a surprise to you. And so there you go. You know, we've, we've, I personally think on the Zion extension front that they should just get a deal done. I don't think this should be hard, right? They're not going to cut him. So who cares? But they still want to, you know, and so part of the other thing is I don't care about Gail Benson's money. I don't, it's not my money. I don't care. Right. You know, who does care about it? David Griffin, Gail Benson, the Pelicans, the saints, they care about that. So they're operating differently than I am, than you are, than we are, where that stuff actually does matter to them. Doesn't matter to me. I don't think it should matter to you, but it definitely matters to Trajan Langdon, to David Griffin. So if that holds up the negotiations a little bit, that's fine. I don't think if Zion was going to walk or make things ugly, he would be doing these publicity things at the Dryads YMCA, going to camp and taking kids out. He'd probably just be silent again. I think that says a lot about his intentions. The fact that he's still here in New Orleans when he wasn't doing that last year. This will get done. I'd like it done early so that we can just move on to other things. And it's not just kind of like hanging over us. I'm going to be in a car for six hours. I would hate for it to happen during that. So I'm being a little bit selfish here when it comes to it. You might be getting a video, a podcast recorded from my phone. (laughs) We'll see. So... I'd like to see it done early, but it's going to get done and it'll be a fine deal. That's fine for both sides. And I think ultimately that's the most important thing. It would be nice to get done now, but it doesn't sound like 1030. Who knows? We'll see. I might give it another hour or so before I call it for a night, but we'll see. But it'll get done. I don't think there's any reason to stress. Take a breath. It'll all be okay. Zion's going to be a Pelican next season. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all on Monday. Maybe maybe we'll have an emergency show somewhere in there if there's some big breaking news. And, of course, any signings or anything like that, we'll at least have a quick video up for you all on YouTube and on the podcast side as well. So thank you all for listening. I'm Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll see you all next time.